Love to know what you thought about that Crackerjack game last night. Tony Johnson first up, though. Back to Moanga, kicks it into the crowd. Referee says, we are done. There can be only one, and tonight it is the Crusaders. 36 games unbeaten tonight. Victorious over the Blues, 26-15. That's Brian Ashby and the crew from Christchurch calling it on the News Talk ZB frequencies last night. Tony Johnson joins us from Sky Sport. He was in the stadium too, calling it for the network. Tone lived up to the hype it did. Yeah, um, you know, we were lucky that the weather was good. Um, it was a nice, fine night. It was cold, so conditions were great. Uh, the crowd, you know, big, big crowd. They responded, you know, to, to all the talk about the game by turning up and, and by the end of the game too they were in pretty good voice um, and and the players you know came up with the game I, I think close to test match intensity defensively both teams were outstanding and it really just in the end came down to the ability of the Crusaders to play the, the big moments really well towards the end of the game but no I think it was a game that absolutely lived up to expectations uh, and, and uh, you know as I say just came down to a couple of really big moments that the Crusaders played brilliantly. Tony, so much scrutinising is going to go on that blue side. Are they up to it? Have they made the leap? Is there, in fact, evidence of a big change? I would tick all of those boxes. Look, any other side other than the Crusaders, who are just a champion side, and let's respect that fact. But the Blues are the real deal, are they not? Yeah, I know Leon McDonald said um, before the game that, you know, if they want to be considered the real deal. They have to be able to beat the Crusaders. Uh, I, I think he was really, you know, that was part of his attempt to really get his team on point for the game. Uh, it was a challenge to his team, um, but I think they'd already proved before that they'd won seven games in a row. Uh, they've beaten other New Zealand teams, which they haven't been able to do in recent years, uh, and and they made a great match of it. Uh, but in the end. Uh, you know, they got out to a lead, but it was never going to be quite enough. And they probably needed to nail another couple of chances. And I think the game just spun on that charge down by Braden Enor. It was a brilliant piece of opportunism because you don't see it happen very often. And, of course, what it did, too, is it ricocheted the ball back towards halfway. And Richie Moonga, just so smart, grabs the ball, sees a hole, puts the ball into it, picks it up. Uh, and, and charges off, and, and next thing they're scoring, and, and really that was the turning point of the whole game. Is this the competition over? Can they be beaten from here, Tony? I think it's a bit early to call it. They've still got you know, half the competition to go. Um, they'll get a bye next week, the Crusaders, which will give the Blues an opportunity to close the gap back up again. And there's still a chance that they go to Eden Park for the last game of the competition and it becomes a virtual final. But for that to happen, someone has got to beat the Crusaders before that game, I think, and the Blues can't afford to drop another game. Uh, I think it would take something a bit extraordinary for the other teams to be able to catch them. The Crusaders would have to drop uh, a couple of games. It's hard to see them doing that, you know, given their, their ruthless efficiency in turning their opportunities into wins. Uh, but it's still, no, I think there's still, you know, we know how intense these New Zealand derby matches are. It just takes one off performance and, you know, you're vulnerable to a defeat. So I'd say a bit early to call it just yet.
But having said that, I think they took a big, big step towards winning it last night. Tony Johnson from Sky Sport on the DRS. As we're talking Blues versus Crusaders, a match that absolutely lived up to everything that we expected. Justin was bringing up a, a, a couple of times during the commentary about you know the referees, the laws. There was one in particular, I can't remember who it was, put a tackle on. It was a blue on a crusader. A couple of crusaders jumped on board. The guy couldn't wriggle free. And just, just along the lines of, do, do the referees still need to just let play go a little bit longer just to see what happens? Yeah, I mean, we talk, when we discuss these um, law applications with the refs before the season started, I actually asked the question, you know, what if someone's pinning a guy in the ruck and they can't roll away? Yeah, I know the situation you meant last night. and I thought Bryn Hall kind of had a, had, a, had a knee kind of stopping the player from rolling away, but by the same token, they've got to roll sideways. Wasn't really doing that. It was a harsh penalty. I think there have been a couple of them, but as long as they're consistent, then I don't think the players uh, can have too much of an argument. And I think it is gradually um you know we, we we're slowly getting rid of negative offside play i think that that's that's working and and the rucks you're getting a lot of really quick ruck ball which opens up opportunities so yes the penalties are still coming they're still fr- uh, it's still frustrating but it, you know i think the players are adjusting I don't want to criticise Teddy Black because he, 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 it's not like he's playing badly because he's not. He's playing well. But when you have one of the world's best players, one, a guy who's been voted the best first five in the world a couple of years ago, World Rugby have said that. You got him at 15. When does he start playing first five? Because maybe that was the point of difference last night. Uh, no, I, don't, I, I, I wouldn't agree with that necessarily. I think the point of difference last night was that, you know, the Blues for 50, 60 minutes you know the bounces were going their way they had a couple there was a scrum penalty for example that was you know quite contentious that went their way in the lead up to a try you know that they were getting the the, the roll of it the rub of it uh, and then just everything changed and and then you know once the crusaders got it, the momentum going i think that was the deciding factor in the game um it's it's true um or Teddy black has done a really good job he's been been playing really well i take your point about barrett are the blues at the moment, are able to get the best out of them. Well, I think teams are playing around them a fair bit. They're kicking, they're trying to pin him deep with with, with good kicking, uh, and, and they're just not giving him the opportunities, uh, the half gaps that he wants. I, I think at some point, I think Leon McDonald probably will chuck him into the number 10 role to start a game, just to see how it goes. But I, 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 you couldn't find any fault with the way Oteri Black has gone. I, I don't think um, you know, it might have been a factor in the Blues not um, getting the best out of themselves, the fact that, that Barrett wasn't able to influence the game the way we know he can. But as I say, again, I think that the opposition played really smart around him. Maybe the chances just, just weren't there. Just a good game of rugby, Tony. That's it, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Cracking and that's game. what you want, yeah. Because often, you know, it's... It, you know, games don't live up to the hype in, in some circumstances. But I think what we're seeing here, firstly, I think that, that, you know, the positives out of this is that we're getting really good footy in front of big crowds. And, and that, that's, that is so good to see. Secondly, we're seeing some astonishing young talent coming through the ranks. And you, you sort of started thinking, you know, is this the opportunity maybe for a little bit of a, a changing of the guard in the All Blacks even to get some of this the, in this extraordinary year, getting some of these young guys uh, in, into the All Blacks, but but also I think I think the underlying thing too is that the, the the reason the New Zealand games are so good, the All New Zealand games, is because of the positive intent of the teams. They go out, they want to play. They're not going out there to try and 
stop the opposition. They're not employing, you know, negative tactics. Sure, you see some some sly stuff, some clever stuff. I mean, that's all part and parcel of the game. But generally, it's the willingness of of the New Zealand teams to to play a good, attractive, attacking brand of rugby. And 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 so what we're seeing at the moment, and when you consider what's going on everywhere, and we are very lucky to be able to see this. Devlin.